नम ओं विष्णुपादाय कृष्ण पृष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदात स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पश्चात्यदेशिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभो निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधार श्रीवास आदि गौरवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे इट इज डिस्क्राइब्ड इन द वेदिक स्क्रिप्चर्स दैट the beauty of the supreme lord uh, is continuously glorified by the thousand headed sesanaga and he never uh, finishes explaining the beauty of the lord that is the supreme lord narayana looks very beautiful and in this verse today his bodily features what he looks like what he wears is explained and the sages were very much amazed to see the supreme lord and according to what they saw in their encounter with the lord all of a sudden without any notice now they are explaining all this beauty uh when the devotees of the lord or the well wisher of the lord or the friends of the lord when they see such beautiful features of the lord then they feel great pleasure they become very much happy they become very much satisfied within their heart and they involve engage in themselves in a devotional service but when the same featured is seen by non devotees or demoniac people they seeing that lord they terrified themselves they become very much fearful that they immediately recognize that this is the supreme lord even though they will not accept the supremacy of the lord but the fear strike their mind at first and when uh, lord ramachandra was uh requesting um, or telling ravana to give up that ego and surrender before him not lord ramachandra but hanuman and other messenger um ramat uh, that that ramana immediately recognized that this ram is not an ordinary man is not an ordinary person so after hearing the description of the lord even though he thought he was the most powerful person and even though he thought he would be victorious even though he thought he will get the triumph in the battle but within his heart in somewhere he was terrified because he realized that 
this Lord Narayana, the Supreme Lord Ram, is hard to defeat. But he did not give up that ego. So, same thing happened when Krishna was born in the prison house of Kamsa. And as soon as uh, Krishna tricked Kamsa and then he was escaped from jail and uh, the news spread all over the town and even though Kamsa had so many demoniac friends that who were promising him to kill Krishna and in order to remove the fear that he had in his mind. But still Kamsa was very much fearful, very much frightened, very much unsecure within his heart. He had that trust that this is the Supreme Lord Narayana and I am going to face the death from him. So the antagonistic personalities like uh, demoniac personalities like Kangsa, Ravana, Sisupala, or so many Duryodhanas, or many other people even nowadays all these people, they do not want to hear the glories and the characteristics of the Supreme Lord. And when we, we talk about the Lord on the basis of his bodily feature, bodily luster, bodily beauties, uh, these people always think these are imaginary characters. In reality, they do not exist. And also, Mayavadi people who do not believe the personality, personal form of the Supreme Lord, they also do not get any pleasure hearing such beautiful pastime of the Lord, describing his such a nice beautiful features. Only devotees, they get great satisfaction. Katayantasya maam nityam tusyanticha ramanticha. In Bhagavad Gita, <clears throat> there is a beautiful verse. My devotees are always engaged in transcendental talking, conversation about me. And by hearing such beautiful topics, they get great pleasure. My, my description of my body gives my devotees a great pleasure. But to my non-devotees who do not want to surrender unto me, they do not get any pleasure. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was encountering such Mayabadis in Banarasi, big number of Banarasis, and this is the capital of Banarasi is a very ancient city. It is coming from previous ages. Even now, whoever it is said that whoever passes his body. In Baranasi, Lord Shiva personally comes and take them, liberate them. So there is big temple of Lord Shiva. There is a beautiful bank of Mother Ganga. Thousands of pilgrims go there to take holy bath and to see the Lord of Darshan of Lord Shiva. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in Baranasi, and he was uh, doing his uh, 
chanting and dancing with the holy name Hare Krishna Mahamantra. And seeing that external uh, activities of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, those Mayavadi sannyasis headed by Prakashananda Saraswati and so many other great, great scholarly devotees, Mayavadi devotees, and they would uh, argue in scriptures uh, days and days, and they would they they would be able to twist the words to use the flowery words, beautiful words, and then speculate about the real meaning and uh, twisting. They were very expert, very very expert. And ordinary devotees uh, who do not have deep knowledge about the uh, scriptures, they would easily enamored by their explanation. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, ignoring their greatness scholarly or erudite uh, scholar scholarship, he started doing his movement, chanting and dancing Hare Krishna in the street along with his devotees. So. Lord Mahaprabhu was really very beautiful, like we are just hearing here that Lord Narayana was dressed with yellow garb. He had something on his uh, waist and then he has a banamala, beautiful flower, fresh garland, smelling beautiful perfume, I mean, with full of perfumes. Bumble humming bees were around because flower always contains some nectarian juice, so they come buzzing like that. Prabhupada says when we are performing puja, if bees come in the altar, that is very auspicious. Mother Narayani, the disciple of Srila Prabhupada, very old uh, Mataji from America, she was in Pujari in Calcutta temple, and so when she was offering Arati, a uh, honeybee came in altar and Prabhupada said, this is very good. Beautiful. She was telling the story to us in Nepal, long back. So, Mahaprabhu was there and he encountered so many Mayabada sannyasis. And uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Krishnadas uh, Kaviraj Goswami said, Sankaracharya, he misinterpreted the Vedanta Sutra without touching the main spirit of Vedic literatures. He gave the false one. And all those sannyasis who were very much a scholar, who were very much uh, knowledgeable in those uh, scriptures given by Sankaracharya, they were misleading thousands of thousands of people in Banaras. So many people. So, when they saw the beautiful feature of Lord uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, even though they did not like what he was doing, and they were suggesting him as being a sannyasi, the first dharma, the prime duty of a sannyasi is to study the Vedanta Sutra and become a nice uh, speaker on Vedanta Sutra. Not like going to the street and chanting, which is very low job for sannyasi. 
they had this thinking in their mind even though this chanting of the hari krishna mahamantra is the prime benediction for the humanity large in this age of kali and this is the prescribed method always when i talk to the phone with the doctor they say you have your prescription have you taken your prescription regularly yes oh no oh that's why you are having pain here so this prescription is given by the supreme lord himself for this day and age so mahaprabhu was simply following what he was supposed to do what it was prescribed for this time but these so called great acharyas great scholars great devotees they were not very much happy with chaitanya mahaprabhu is propagating this holy name chanting the holy name he was inundating the whole world onto this name and <laughs> they had a question what happened to you you look really beautiful very shining you really look like narayana they immediately understood the bodily feature of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu even though they were not totally agree what he was doing you see the supreme lord is immediately recognized by anyone who is genuine person that is practicing devotional service and by the mercy of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu ultimately all those mayavadis sanyasis were turned into a vaisnavas into vaisnavas and every one of them giving up studying these big scriptures vedanta sutra they started chanting hari krishna maha mantra with chaitanya mahaprabhu so this was the big change that mahaprabhu brought into the heart of and these mayavadis so whenever devotees see the lord or pure devotees of the lord some people can immediately recognize those qualities when <coughs> bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur met srila prabhupada they both each other they recognized each other very perfectly sila prabhupad knew that this sadhu is not a fake sadhu because of his uh, because he was, what he was talking he was not talking about uh, can you give me some donation uh, i am sanyasi i am traveling i need something or can you establish some temple for me here or can you provide me some nice uh, guest house normally sadhus always aspect when they see rich man or anybody they aspect some money donation in return but uh, bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur was not talking about any of those things he was very much serious in his mission and immediately he recognized prabhupada's quality as a qualified preacher who could travel abroad and then preach this message he found a real man to pass on this legacy of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu's teachings <coughs> and prabhupada also immediately recognized that qualities in bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur 
And Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur immediately trusted Prabhupada to be able to complete this mission. And he immediately instructed him, why not you go up to the West and start preaching Krishna consciousness? You are educated young man, you can do it. And when Prabhupada came to America, all these American young boys and girls also immediately recognized Prabhupada's purity and started trusting him, following him and started surrendering unto him and then become a um, long life, lifelong devotees of Lord Sri Krishna. They were ready to give up their life. They were ready to give up any comfort in their life and they were because they recognized this genuine quality within Srila Prabhupada. And Prabhupada was in fact a real personality who was not coming to the West to cheat or to collect some money and go back to India and have little temple and become Mathadis and then famous. That was not his uh, uh, intention. After Prabhupada started preaching, so many other devotees, they are thinking, let me go to the West and make, a, make some followers make some collection and then come back and make temple and try to become bigger than his temple. This is how people are now competing with Prabhupada. But they do not see the accomplishment of Prabhupada, what he did. And Prabhupada was never in the mood of competing with anybody else. That was not at all his mood intention. That's why Krishna empowered him Krishna gave his blessing and Prabhupada is not only empowered, he was directly coming from the spiritual world to fulfill this mission so that now he is glorified all over the world and his mission is, is still expanding and then it is reaching far and out where people have never heard about Krishna. It's still going on expanding. So this is extended Chaitanya. Uh, Leela going on. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastime, this now is his extended Leela's. It's still expanding. Mahaprabhu is still preaching through his name. So, this is very, very important to know that these devotees, these sages, were explaining the beauty of Lord Narayana. And when we were chanting Damodara uh, Astakam, one verse explained, My Lord, I am not after uh, the opulences you have. I am not at, interested in having uh, going to Baikuntha or Narayana feature. I exactly do not know this explanation. But I always want to see your uh, this beautiful baby form to be present in my heart all the time. So Krishna's devotees, there are various kind of devotees who are attracted to Lord Narayana, who wants to worship him with awe and reverence. Someone want to be a personal friend and play with him and go to jungle and tend cows, play. So various graded of devotees, but the devotees of Sri Krishna, they get chance to be with Krishna face to face. They play with him. 
and they embrace each other. <coughs> they share their food, lunch, dinner, breakfast, whatever it is. And that is the highest, topmost uh, achievement in devotional service. So one who practices devotional service under the guidance of a spiritual master, uh, he has that chance to be with Krishna personally and then above all these other features of the Lord. And they, like, rather, uh, like the gopis in Vrindavan, they had association of Krishna face to face and they were dancing, playing together. Okay, okay that is the highest one. So in order to be able to with Lord in that way, one has to pay a little price for that. It is not a cheap thing. Even though everyone has a right to get it, but since we are in this material world, since we are already very much contaminated by the long association of this uh, material world, since we have our misconception about this existence of uh, soul, we are in diseased condition now. So in order to be healthy before, to de before desiring to have Lord personal association, first we have to clean, we have to cure ourselves from diseased condition and then we have to follow the instruction that are given to us by our spiritual master. By the process of chanting Hare Krishna and engaging in devotional service. When we are completely purified, um, in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Sri Krishna is talking about his dear devotees. What kind of people does he like? He has explained Sama satraucha mitrecha tatha man apamana yo. Sitoshna sukha dukesu sama sanga bibarjita. Tulya nindas tutir mauni santusto ena kena chit. Ani keta istira mati istira matir bhakti man me priyo naraha. Okay, he has spoken. Who are dear to me? If you want to come to me, he says, become like this. Be a devotee like this. He is explaining everything in detail. One who is equal to friends and enemies. I can never become equal to my friend and to my enemy. Maybe one day I become, but right now, if I have some problem with somebody else, I immediately react. So I'm not qualified according to the first qualification. Second one, tatha mana apamana yo. Mana means respect, apamana means disrespect. I cannot be equal in, in this case also. Second time disqualified. Sitoshna sukha dukhesu. Heart, cold, dukha, sukha, happiness, distress, heat and cold, equal. Tatha sama sangha vivarjita and giving up bad association. Tulya nindas to dirmauni, criticizing other. Ninda, ninda means criticism. Always silent and satisfied with anything who does not care of for any residence, who is fixed in knowledge and who is engaged in devotional service. 
one who is equal to friends and enemies, who is equipoised in honour and dishonour, heat and cold, happiness and distress, fame and infamy, who is always free from contaminating association, always silent and satisfied with anything, who does not care for any residence, who is fixed in knowledge and who is engaged in devotional service, such a person is very dear to me. So we can judge ourselves, either I am dear to Krishna or not, by the standard point mentioned here. Etu dharma mritam idam yathoktam paryupasate sradhadhana mat parama bhattaste tiba me priya those who follow this imperishable path of devotional service and who completely engage themselves with faith, making me the supreme goal, are very, very dear to me. So, <coughs> we do not have to be worried, oh, I am not quite there yet, because this devotional process is very powerful. This has that potency to change a stone-hearted man to a lotus-like heart person in no time. And then he can become very perfect uh, person. In Bhagavatam, there is a nice slogan, fifth canto, Bhagavatam, fifth canto, which says, Asyasti Bhaktir Bhagavatiya Kinjana Sarvair gunais tatra samasate suraha Harav abakta shakuto mahaguna Mano rathena sati dhavatu bahi Which means all the demigods and their exalted qualities such as religion, knowledge and renunciation become manifest in the body of one who has developed unalloyed devotion for the Supreme Personality of God at Vasudeva. On the other hand, a person devoid of devotional service and engaged in material activities has no good qualities. Even if he is adept at the practice of mystic yoga or the honest endeavor of manifest Maintaining his family and relatives, he must be driven by his own mental speculations and must engage in the service of the Lord's external energy. How can there be any good qualities in such a man? So whatever good qualities the Lord has, whatever attributes the Lord has, those qualities can be manifested in the pure devotees <coughs> if one engages in unalloyed devotional service. On the other hand, uh, without being a follower of the Lord or without being a good devotee of the Lord or without following the instructions of the Lord, if one achieve any kind of achievement in his life, those uh, have no value. There cannot be any good in those achievements in their life. So devotees of Lord, like, like we are here in the temple acting like devotees of the Lord, we must showcase those qualities in our behavior, in dealing with other people. And seeing such behavior, other people judge us. And they, they develop the faith 
they develop love or a trust in God by seeing devotees. Because they cannot directly come and see the Lord. Oh, Lord is so beautiful. He is so transcendental. He has so much nice qualities and he loves me so much. No, they do not feel that love immediately. They first examine the devotees of the Lord and then they judge the Lord, Supreme Lord. Oh, Hare Krishna people are very good or they are very bad. Prabhupada says, if you, we want to know whether the rice is cooked or not, you picked one grain from the pot and then just test it if it is cooked. If one is cooked, the whole pot is cooked. So we are reflecting the qualities of Srila Prabhupada and Lord, the Supreme Lord. So we have, we have a very uh, <coughs> risky position to be a devotee, to represent our predecessors and our philosophy and our uh, behavior. So though those qualities are easily manifested if we are sincere and serious in our practice, and then that qualities attract other people. A good attracts good and bad attracts bad. So, <clears throat> other day, um, Jivananda Prabhu was saying this, this world is getting better and better every day because of uh, devotees chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra, expanding this movement all over the world. So we have uh, such a big responsibilities in our head in order to give this world alternate way for peace. All of them are struggling hard for peace. As a result of their struggle, they are become more and more disturbed. The whole world is more and more disturbed. They are still discussing about whatever happened in 2016 and still they are talking and they are not able to find the solution like the Russia meddling the election in America. And this is already passed, somebody already become president and he's already running his whole time. Still they are trying to find whether Russia was involved or not. Even though if they, if they find it, what they are going to do? Nothing. So people are wasting time in such a topics. So we have something to give to the society in order to save them going down to hell. So we can imagine how um, big responsibility we have. <coughs> and we are representing pure devotees like Prabhupada, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, whole Acharyas, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and ultimately Sri Krishna. We are representing them. Hare Krishna. Any question, comment, or concern? <laughs> You mentioned how when you look at yourself compared to those qualities in the telescope of the Gita, you find that, for example, you can't be equal to friends and enemies. Now, we're advised in the Bhagavad to come up to Madhyams, the intermediate position. Mm -hmm. Who makes distinctions? We worship the Supreme Lord, we avoid the envious, we no friends and devotees, um, share with the innocent. So, 
Is that okay to make distinctions? You say we can't be equal to friends and enemies, but we're not supposed to treat everybody the same. So what does it mean to be equal to friends and enemies? Um, here, Krishna is saying, when we think that we are uh, this body, immediately, as soon as we misidentify ourselves with body, then all this discrimination this comes immediately into being, into existence. But when we realize that we are not this body, we are spirit soul, and what we first realize that the, someone to be a friend or enemy is due to my misidentification of the soul to the body. So I think someone as my friend, someone as my enemy. So Krishna is trying to teach us that, please realize that you are a spirit soul and a spirit soul does not have such feeling of enemy or friend. Uh, in this case, Krishna is referring here, but when we practice devotional service, certain thing has to be pointed out. When we become Madhyamadikari, we discriminate, we respect, we love, we associate with certain people. That does not mean that we uh, we hate or we, we make someone enemy or we make someone lower than ourselves. But just to save our devotion, we can have to, I mean, we, we may have to have some discrimination, but not in order to make someone low or uh, hate or uh, just to save yourself and be safe in, in, to be in safe position, we have to do that. So it's a different kind of discrimination. It's a spiritual discrimination as opposed to tiny mind, that's a material right. illusory thing. Okay, thanks. Hare Krishna, anybody else? Okay, Mataji, go ahead. Um, I thought I heard you say that uh, it's one piece of body and I'm asking that Chigo comes and gives them liberation. And I recently read in Bhagavad Gita that um, only Vishnu or Krishna can give liberation to other demigods, including Shiva, Rishi, um, to some degree, and his mode of discrimination. So, since they're also on his mode, they can take liberation. How does that work? Lord, uh, yeah, Lord Shiva is uh, not uh, like Jiva Tattva demigods. He is. He has his own position. He is uh, Shiva Tattva. And then the liberation he gives may not be the same liberation that uh, Krishna gave, but still he has that power to deliver some of his followers from this uh, material entanglement. So it is mentioned even in Bhagavatam when we read uh, Lord Shiva is explained sometime by Sukadeva Goswami as Supreme Lord. Um, if we read Bhagavatam, right? In many verses that is the Supreme Lord is mentioned that way. And Prabhupada is also saying uh, there is not much difference between Lord Vishnu and Shiva, only the difference is like milk and yogurt. Um, so we are talking about ultimate liberation and other general liberation. There are varieties of liberation. So in the scriptures, it is mentioned in some Puranas, uh, whoever dies in Varanasi, yet yeah, Lord Shiva personally comes and takes. 
where he takes, maybe not in Baikunta, but he has his abode. <laughs> and Lord Shiva is a Vaishnava, he can give you that ultimate liberation too, because he is Vaishnavanam Atasambhu. By the mercy of Lord Vaishnava, we can be liberated, in fact. If we have that uh, devotion to Lord Sri Krishna, and we happen to give up our body there, Lord Shiva definitely give us that liberation. But Lord Shiva and Lord Krishna are very close, intimate, they are always together. In Vrindavan, they had a beautiful pastime. And he is uh, protecting Lord Vrindavan, Gopeshwar Mahadev. So he has very, very intimate role in Krishna's pastime. So there is definitely some connection in liberating conditioned soul. Anything else? Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Grantarasimat Bhagavatam ki jai, Sri Gaur Bhaktavrinda ki jai, Gaur Premanandi. Never give up, Mataji. Always be positive and go look forward for Krishna. You will be always victorious. Yatra Yogeshara Krishna, Yatra Pantha Dhanu Dara. Yatra Sthir.